Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car, how you doing? Just landed, driving back home from my speaking engagement in LA, which is really good. It's great to meet so many uh, people there. Students, listeners of the podcast, uh, new people. It was really nice. And uh, I got to talk about wholesaling lease options and uh, sold some courses. And I'll be back Saturday um, in about three days or four days. For, I'm going to do an all-day workshop which would be really good. So if you're listening to this and if it's, well, I don't know if it's going to be released. Probably not, actually, <laughs> before Saturday. I'll see you there. But it was really good, man. I got to meet, um, I got to see a friend of mine named Yindra, Yindra Novak. Um, I think I, I totally butchered his name. I know I did. But he's a friend of ours that we met my wife and I, when we first got married, we flew to the Prague in the Czech Republic for five months back in January of 1998, and Yindra was there with his girlfriend at the time. They're not together anymore, but Yindra and Yitka, and we, they were so nice to us. They were uh, wonderful, wonderful hosts, and just helped us get around. Um, because we were doing a student exchange program and in the student exchange program we were uh, kind of living in student housing and this all the classes were in English but none of the administrative stuff was in English so we kind of had like we were completely lost we had no idea like where we were supposed to go they met us at the airport we had no idea where our housing was uh, how to get food because they you know, we had a, a food allowance being part of the schools there or whatever. So they helped us figure out the food. And they helped us figure out um, the washing machine, like to close, wash your clothes. They don't have dryers there. They didn't then. So this washing machine, I swear, must have been built 50 years ago by the communists. And it was really clunky and old and outdated and in the dungeon of this building and it was so funny but anyway it's been like what now 18 19 years and he's living in LA and we got to hang out I got to hang out with him and it's really good to see Yendra and he's uh, actually starting to invest in real estate now real smart guy he's got his engineering degree and uh, his doctorate degree actually in mechanical engineering so it was cool to see him but I had a, such a good time it was nice. Uh, one of the things I was going to tell you, the reason why I'm recording this, is always you always need to have your private investor rabbit ears on. You know what I mean by that? Like, you remember some of you guys, and I'm not old because I'm not because I've seen this on TV. I'm not. Like, you remember uh, seeing on TV like old TVs, like old TV shows where they had the rabbit ears on there, right? and on the TVs to get reception. And um, I was sitting in the airplane today and this lady next to me, real nice lady, 
um, just loves to talk and 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 talk. Real nice lady. I mean, I, I don't want to be negative um, about her because uh, she's super nice. And we were talking about her kids and her dogs and my kids and our dog and everything in between. And so it was kind of funny. You know, I had my iPad open with my Kindle. I was trying to read a book and even, you know, it's just kind of hinting, trying to hint by looking at my book and she just kept on talking. Maybe she was nervous of flying. I don't know. So I thought, okay, man, I'll just, I don't want to be rude. What should I do? And we started, just kept on talking. And all of a sudden she said, yeah, we came into a bunch of money and my husband and I are looking for where to invest it. And then she started talking about real estate. Well, I think she'd asked me what I do. And I said, I buy and sell properties. And uh, I said, so we just started talking. I started asking her some more questions. And I asked her, I said, well, are you going to buy some rental properties? Is that what you want to do? And um, she said, I don't know. We don't want to be landlords. And um, and so I said, well, that's interesting. Have you, ever, have you ever thought about being the bank instead of being a landlord? So I was framing this with questions, right? And uh, she said, well, no, what do you mean? And I said, well, one of the things that we do with investors that we work with is we we put them in, um, we help them lend money on houses instead of buying houses. So you don't have to worry about being the landlord and all the typical tenant headaches. Um, you can get a pretty safe, consistent return on your money um, with the first deed of trust being in first position. And I gave her some examples of deals that we do where we will put... Um, private investors, give them a first deed of trust to a property at no more than 70% of loan to value. Um, and I think I had mentioned our interest rate. I think I said we, we, we pay typically 7 to 8%. And uh, I said, you know, this isn't for everybody, but it's what we do to our investors. And she was really interested and said, wow, that's fascinating. So make a, a, a short story long. <laughs> like she did um, over and over. Uh, she was real interested, so I gave her my contact information. She asked for a business card. I, I never carry business cards, and maybe I should. But um, I gave her my website and my phone number, and uh, she's going to look at it and talk to her husband. We'll see if anything comes out of it. But, uh, you know, what if I would have just kind of blown her off or told her, you know, listen, I'm sorry, I, I, I have to read or I have to do something. And I wouldn't have paid attention and listened to her. And, you know, I would have missed an opportunity to maybe potentially get a really good private investor on some of our deals. And, uh, you know, it's a tricky thing when you're, when you're, when you're trying to get private money, right? You cannot solicit for private money. You can't advertise unless you're licensed or you register your securities or whatever the rules are with that, right? And so it's, basically bottom line is you got to be really, really careful when you're um, getting private money for deals. And uh, so I was, tr I was telling her kind of what I do. And a lot of people, you need to pay attention to this and, and think about this. If you're trying to raise private money, a lot of people will ask you, well, what do you do? And one of the things you can say is, well, and I should have said this, but I, I wasn't, I didn't. But one of the things you could say at the, you know, when they first ask you, what do you do? 
And by the way, because I'm flying so much lately, I get tons of people that ask me that. And uh, I don't do this all the time, but I need to. Uh, you should say things like, well, I work with, I, I'm in real estate and I work with investors and I, I place their money into houses that earn pretty safe and consistent 7-8% returns on their money. And leave it at that and see what they say. When they're asking you what they're doing, what you're doing, you just tell them that you work with private investors and you help them um, with their IRA money invest in real estate and get pretty safe, consistent 7 to 8% returns on their money. And you may even, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so you, you, it may even be wrong to mention the returns, the percentage, I don't know. Um, so if, if that's wrong, then don't do what I say. <laughs> Talk to an attorney about all that, right? So, but that's just, that's what I do. Or you could even say, you know what's better even yet? Don't bring up a number, just say, we, we deliver our investors um, safe and consistent returns through uh, real estate. And it's a great way to start the conversation. And, you know, when you're talking to people, tell them about a deal that you're doing. And, but tell it, Tell them about the deal that you're doing from the perspective of, yeah, we're flipping a deal right now. It's really awesome. It's uh, we're gonna make about thirty to forty grand on this deal. We're fixing it up. It's beautiful. It's in a great school district. We have a private investor that we're working with, and uh, they're making about seven eight percent on their money. And uh, then we, we're going to uh, we'll probably sell this thing for two hundred forty grand. We were in it for uh, one hundred fifty. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about the deal, and I happen to mention that we're working with a private lender who's uh, making seven or eight percent with their money. And and you know what? They are they're using a uh, their IRA money. They're using they had an IRA, uh, a Roth IRA, and they they moved it over to a self-directed IRA so they could invest in real estate. And it's really awesome. I'm not soliciting. I'm just telling them whatever what we do, right? And if they're interested in that, they're going to ask you some questions. There's a really good book you should read if you're interested in raising private money. Um, it's called Getting the Money, I believe, and it's by Susan Something Lyons. I'm, I'm going to butcher her name. I apologize. I've never talked to her. I should interview her for the podcast. But Susan Lasseter Lyons, Loins, something like that. Great book. It's called Getting the Money. And uh, it's just in everyday conversations. In fact, I know a guy who will intentionally, several times a week, drive way out of his way to go to a Starbucks where there's a lot of really wealthy people. It's in a, it's in a really nice area. And uh, will intentionally do his business there and talk on the phone with real clients. He doesn't do any fake calls, but um, he'll talk on the phone with uh, investors and partners and talk about the deals that's going on. Uh, he'll talk about the investors that, um, yeah, I'm on my way to pay off an investor. They did they're really happy with this project, paying them 7%. Uh, yeah, we gave them a first deed of trust, so they were protected. So he's talking about these deals, <laughs> and he's a loud guy, right? But he's doing it intentionally so other people will hear him, and then inevitably, he says, somebody will stop by as they're leaving and will put their business card on his table and say, hey, man, give me a call. I'm interested in learning more about what you do. So boom, there you go, right? Uh, I heard this tip the other day from a guy. Um, when you're at a party, uh, he likes to say things like when he comes up to a group of guys that are talking or ladies, whatever, and he says, man, you know what? I just, I just came into some money and, um, I'm 
trying to figure out what to do with it. How does he phrase this? He says, I came into money. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, I'm making, I, I, I'm investing right now into some real estate. I'm making about 7 to 8% pretty consistently uh, with with my first deeds of trust. Uh, do you guys know any anywhere where I can do better than that? And he just stops and <laughs> asks the question and listens for responses. And he says every time they start complaining about, um, oh, how does he do it? No, so he says, yeah, so this is how he does it. He says, uh, man, I just came into some money. I'm looking for somewhere to invest. Do you guys have any ideas? Just, and then he, he listens to them. And then inevitably they'll complain about bank rates and CDs and money market funds and how horrible their uh, mutual funds and 401ks are doing and all that, right? So they'll complain about the returns and he'll say, ah, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already doing, I'm doing better than that already. I'm, I'm making seven, eight percent really consistently with my, uh, my, my loans that I'm lending on real estate deals that we're doing. And he'll just leave it at that and, and, and then see what happens. And so, what a great, you know, it's a little sneaky idea. I wouldn't say it's sneaky. It's it's just getting the word out there that you, were, you know, you got to make sure that you are you really are doing real deals. I'm not telling anybody to lie. Um, but, you know, if you, if you have a past, if you have a deal that you've done in the past, talk about your own private investor that uh, you're helping with them, invest their money into this stuff. And if you're curious to know what, what all of the this means with first deeds of trust and stuff like that, it's just basically getting a private lender, making sure their money's real secure, so you're not lending, you're not over leveraging. I mean, they're not putting any more money, but not putting more than like maybe 70% of the value of the house in a first position note that's secured by that real estate. There's so many advantages to to for private lenders to invest in real estate. And I mean, I've got deals out the wazoo right now, where you know I could go ahead and buy them, put um, put an investor in first position, give them seven percent on their money, and uh, in first position on a property on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar home. So whatever seventy percent of that is, and then sell it with owner financing to an end buyer, mark it up, put them. Ooh, there was a big accident. Yikes. Hold on a second. All right, well, that was not an accident. Somebody lost some hubcaps, and they just shattered into a bunch of pieces, and people were driving over them and swerving out of the way. So it was an almost an accident. Thank you, Lord. Nothing bad happened. All right, so, um, yeah, so there's, there's just a lot of deals going on right now with our marketing, and we're wholesaling a lot of them. But some of them I'm thinking about just buying and holding, and uh, putting some of my private investors in first position on um, first position on these at 70% loan to value, paying them 7%, then getting a uh, a buyer in the house to put down 10%. I'll put some money into the deal in a second position note and um, mark the property up and sell it with owner financing and. Um, it's pretty cool. So a lot of uh, opportunity out there for investing in really good deals. And especially if, 
you're smart about it. And you got to make sure that you're looking for the good deals, the deals that aren't in the bad neighborhoods. They're in the B and C neighborhoods. They're not the real nice, expensive ones, um, but they're in the good C neighborhoods, maybe B neighborhoods, where you get good rentals, good cash flow, good home ownership um, people. Okay, anyway, so. Uh, I'm getting distracted here because I'm looking for a place to go get a bite to eat real quick. Take care, guys, and um, hopefully see some of you in L.A. Take care. Bye-bye.